Ramana Maharshi was a great teacher in the yogic tradition. He used to say that to attain inner freedom, one must continuously and succinctly ask the question, who am I? He taught that this was more important than reading books, learning mantras or going to holy places. Just ask the question, who am I? Who sees when I see? Who hears when I hear? Who knows that I am aware? Who am I? So let's explore the question by playing a game. Make believe that you and I are having a conversation. And typically in Western cultures, when someone comes up to you and asks, excuse me, who are you? You don't stop them from asking such a deep question. You just tell them your name. So for example, Sally Smith. But I'm going to challenge this response by taking out a piece of paper and writing the letters S-A-L-L-Y-S-M-I-T-H and then showing it to you. Is that who you are? A collection of letters? Is that who sees when you see? Obviously not. So you say, okay, you're right, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not Sally Smith. That's just my name people call me. It's a label, really. I'm Frank Smith's wife. How could you be Frank Smith's wife? Are you saying you didn't exist before you met Frank? And how would you cease to exist if he died or got remarried? Frank Smith's wife can't be who you are. Again, that's just another label. The result of another situation or event you participated in. But then, who are you? This time you respond, Okay, you've got my attention. My label, Sally Smith. I was born 1965 in New York. I lived in Queens with my parents, Harry and Mary Jones, until I was five years old. Then we moved to New Jersey. I went to elementary school. I got all A's in school. And in the fifth grade, I played Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz. I started dating in ninth grade and my first boyfriend was Joe. I went to college where I met my wet and wet, met and married Frank Smith. That is who I am. So that's a fascinating story. But I didn't ask you what has happened to you since you were born. I asked... Who are you? You've just described all these experiences, but who had these experiences? Wouldn't you still be in there, aware of your existence, even if you had gone to a different college? So you contemplate this, and you realise that never in your life have you asked yourself that question and really meant it. Who am I? That is what Ramana Maharshi was asking. So you ponder this more seriously and you say, okay, I'm my body that is occupying this space. I am five foot six and I weigh 135 pounds and here I am. So when you were Dorothy in fifth grade, uh, in the fifth grade play and you weren't five foot six, you were four foot six. So which are you? Are you the four foot six person or are you the five foot six person? Weren't you in there when you were Dorothy? You told me you were. Aren't you the one that had the experience of being Dorothy in the fifth grade play? And is now having the experience of trying to answer my question? Isn't this the same you? So perhaps you need to step back for a moment to ask some exploratory questions before returning to the core question. When you were ten years old and you looked in the mirror, you see a ten-year-old body. Wasn't that the same you who now sees an adult body? What you looked at has changed, but what about you, the one who was looking? 
Wasn't it the same being that looked in the mirror throughout them years? You have to contemplate this very carefully. So here's another question. When you go to sleep every night, do you dream? Who dreams? What does it mean to dream? You answer, well, it's like a motion picture. It plays in my mind and I watch it. But who watches it? I do. The same you who looks in the mirror. Does the same you who is reading these words also look in the mirror and watch the dreams? When you awake, you know you saw the dream. Ramana Maharshi was just asking some very simple questions. Who sees when you see? Who hears when you hear? Who watches the dreams? Who looks at the image in the mirror? Who is it that is having all of these experiences? If you try to just give an honest answer, you are simply going to say, me. It's me. I am here experiencing all of this. That's about the best answer you will have. It's actually pretty easy to see that you're not the objects you look at. It's a classic case of subject-object. It's you, the subject that is looking at the objects. So we don't have to go through every object in the universe to say that that object is not you. We can very easily generalise by saying that if you are who is looking at something, then that something is not you. So right away, in one fell swoop, you know what you're not. You're not the outside world. You're the one who is inside looking out at the world. That was easy. Now at least we've eliminated the countless things outside. But who are you and where are you if you're not outside with all the other things? You just have to pay attention and realise that you would still be in the experience of feelings even if all the outside objects disappeared. Imagine how much fear you would feel. You might also feel frustration and even anger. But who would be feeling these things? Again, you say, me. And that's the right answer. The same me experiences both outside world and inside emotions. This was one of my favourite chapters from the book of the Untethered Soul. It honestly blew my mind. This person I thought I was, I was no longer that person. I am not Sarah McAvoy. I am not an engineer, nor am I a PT. I am literally me. That is it. Me. I can be whoever I want to be. Think about this. We all choose a character to play in our life. We all give ourselves labels. Lazy, active, runner, gym goer. When you go out over the weekend with friends, you all play a character. The funny one, the sensible one, the boring one, the dancer, top drinker, most hungover. So what if you got up tomorrow morning and decided to play a different character? You can literally be whoever you want to be. Every decision you make in life is yours. So when you start to question who you are, answer it with, I am me. Drop every label you have ever given yourself because you are not your label. So this week's task, write down every label you give yourself, good and bad, and ask yourself, do you want these labels? But remember, you are not them labels and you can drop them anytime. So, the question is, who are you? Thank you all for listening to my fifth episode. I also have some very exciting news that me and David, um, who was one of my guests on one of my episodes, we will be hosting a rewilding retreat in summer. This will include a two-night stay in the boathouse in the Lake District um, in Eskdale. 
where we will be doing an introduction into breath work and cold water exposure, as well as some optional guided walks, one of these being Scarfell Pike, highest mountain in England. This is for anyone who has been curious about breath work and cold water exposure, anyone who is looking to reconnect with themselves and nature. If you are interested, I will leave some details in the show notes below um, and I will give you some more information on that. So again, thanks for listening and remember, always keep smiling.